It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey Sports presents Big Time Baseball with former Major Leaguer Tony Gwynn Jr. and Odyssey Insider Cody Decker. Chaos, ladies and gentlemen. There's no other word to describe Major League Baseball right now other than chaos. Welcome to a new week of Major League Baseball, one of the final weeks of Major League Baseball, I should really say, and welcome to Big Time Baseball for Odyssey Sports. I'm Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me as always, my main man. You hear him in San Diego all the time. You hear him down on the fan in San Diego. He is the one and only Tony Gwynn Jr. Tony, how you been, man? I am well, Cody. I think you your words describe it perfectly right chaos and there's a lot of it going on and uh this would be a good show for you for everybody yeah i mean we got we got so much taking place the nl west the top spot still up for grabs even though it's only two games the nl east absolutely up for grabs not to mention the al wild card for lack of a better phrase it's wild man the al wild card is crazy <laughs> we still got we still legitimately legitimately I would say four teams, but you can make the argument that there are five teams still within reach of the last, not one, but two wildcard spots over in the American League. Yeah, no, they're playing the best, right? The team hanging on to the second spot just got uh, swept. And, and so you're right. I mean, Toronto's still in it. Seattle's still, still in it. You could make the argument Oakland is still in it. They've won three straight. Uh, Yankees seem to be surging and it. They have had just a, a, an amazing peak and Valley all season long. Like they will play some of the worst baseball where you think there's no way they can, they can bounce back from this. And in, in a light switch, um, they become the hottest team in baseball or one of the hottest teams in baseball. John Carlo is not somebody to be dealt with right now. And uh, people who are behind that left center field street down there, all had to have uh, gloves or be paying attention because uh, he had some baseballs flying out of the ballpark over the weekend. It was frightening. And not only did he hit homers out of that ballpark and put them way out of Fenway, but he hit two specifically. By the way, yeah. this is an unbelievable stat. This is an unbelievable stat about this weekend. Do you know how many base runners Giancarlo Stanton left on base this last weekend? None? Zero. He knocked in everyone that was ever on base for him this weekend. Unbelievable. Do not throw to John Carlos Stanton for the final seven games of the season. But first things first, we got to talk about the St. Louis Cardinals because this was a team we all faded in the first half. 
Second half really started putting it together. And now we're talking, we're talking 2001 money ball, Oakland A's type shit. 16 wins in a row. They can't stop winning. Harrison Bader has become my favorite player in the world. I think I even tweeted saying this guy looks like he gets out of bed and vigorously plays air guitar while watching Guy Fieri all day and I'm assuming that's how he lives his life because that's how he plays baseball and I I didn't realize how much I loved him until this weekend dude Harrison Bader is a, a guy built out of the 90s but could have played in the 80s playing in 2020 2021 I mean I got a chance to see through both all three of their outfielders uh in 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 St. Louis the Padres had to go up there for a three-game set they got swept uh, you can have Harrison Baylor. I'll take Tyler O'Neal. Uh, the 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 bodybuilder uh, is, I think, one of the most athletic dudes in in the game. I'm, this dude can float. I think he's got the fastest uh, time down to first base this season. He's got crazy pop, and he is as hot as any player on that squad right now. He killed the Padres. He had a big two run shot in the second game of that series with the Padres up two one in the eighth. And he's just been doing the same thing in that series in Chicago. That this team is playing the best baseball in the league. Um, aside from you know you got the stalwarts like uh, Wainwright and Molina. By the way, Wainwright's pitching as good as anybody in the league. He's going tonight as they take on the, the Brewers. Um, that team is a dangerous team right now. The question is, can they sustain this? Because they're going to be playing in a one-game playoff, and you can win all of these games in a row if, uh, and, and really look good. You lose that one game, it's over. You know, but it, it, this has been a remarkable run for the Cardinals for sure. It really has been, and you know, you mentioned you, Tyler O'Neill. I played against Tyler O'Neill so many times, and I was always wondering because he kept getting all these call-ups from <clears throat> basically 2014 on, and he wasn't really kind of panning out, and uh, it seemed like it. It almost seemed like he wouldn't pan out, but he got right. endless opportunities. But you're watching him now finally living up to the uh, the hype that was surrounding him throughout his entire minor league career. Yeah, you're not lying. The bodybuilder can flat out rake. He can run <laughs> as good as anybody. But here's the thing. This is my one complaint on the bodybuilder content, because I will say the guy is jacked jack to the gills but he is a little shorter so those muscles kind of compact a little bit i don't I, see i haven't i haven't seen him up up close and personal like i haven't been on the field i just have seen him uh because they were playing the padre so i i, I didn't realize how, how tall is he I, i'd say 510 511 maybe okay. maybe 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 six foot but I, I i think i'm being a little generous here but i will say you know what he reminded me of maybe i'm wrong maybe he's an optical illusion because because he's so jacked Perhaps he's like Daniel Robertson. Remember, remember D Rob, little D Rob, who used to fly around the center field all the time yes, when we were with the pods. Yes, yes. Maybe he's just not short, but he's so jacked that he seems short. It's almost <laughs> like you're wearing high socks. <laughs> I can see. I can see what you're talking about. I just know that that outfield, M, Bader, Carlson. Uh, I saw one of the best defensive series from an outfield. Um, and they can, they're all starting to come into their own. And that's the thing that, you know, when you get into the, the playoffs, you get guys who are this hot playing at that time, you can become an unstoppable force. So um, it'll be interesting to see how um, they do in the playoffs. Brewers clinched last night. So, you know, that division's done. Um, but both of those teams are, are as good as it gets. Uh, the Cardinals playing, as you've said, some of the best baseball in the league. 
Yeah, and you mentioned it. Listen, about seven games left in the season. They are up six games on both Cincinnati and Philly, so I think it's safe to say with the magic number being one, it would take a miracle, and I mean an absolute miracle for the Cardinals not to be in the playoffs. They are pretty much have it all said and done on the National League side. And of course, we got the Dodgers who are about to start a series against San Diego Padres. Only two series left for the Dodgers. They're trying to battle out of that top wild card spot, but the Giants just will not stop. For instance, the Dodgers just had a great six-game run where they went 5-1, and one, and they still Dropped a game to the Giants. That's how good the Giants have been. Two 100 team, uh, win seasons for both of these teams. And one of them has to play in a one game playoff. You got to say it's a bit criminal. Would you say it, it, it definitely is? Uh, it doesn't happen often. Um, but in situations like this, it definitely becomes a, a focus of, of everybody because it just doesn't seem right. Right. I mean, listen, they both of these teams have reached 100 wins, as you mentioned. Um, and it's a shame that the two best teams in baseball, I don't think there's any argument there, right? Um, will One of them will could likely go home after one game. and I, it, it, But at the same time, because it doesn't happen, in my opinion at least, because it doesn't happen all that much, I don't know that there's a rule change that needs to be made based on it. I mean, it this, this, this just doesn't happen all that much. Uh, but this year, it's it's one of those years. Yeah, and it's been a crazy, crazy year. I can't believe we're actually finally here. It's the last seven games of the season, and man, it's 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 not all said and done is the thing. You know, we normally see races kind of wrapped up by now, but they're not because we mentioned the NL wildcard being wrapped up. We know that the West is not completely set between the Dodgers and the Giants. Central has been right. set for about, I don't know, June. But I will say <laughs> that the NL East is still up for grabs. Now, the Braves did uh, swipe another win yesterday from the San Diego Padres, who I, I think we can all agree, San Diego Padres, it, not just the most disappointing team in baseball this season. I would actually go as far to say this has got to be the most disappointing season in the entire 51 years of the San Diego Padres. Uh, I would say it's, it's up there. I know the 85 team had the lead going into the break. And then kind of had a tailspin downwards um, thereafter. That was the year after they got to the World Series in '84. However, this is this is up there, and I think you could argue that it's at the top because of the additions that were made um, for this ball club, because of the money that was spent on this ball club. Um, it gives a legitimate argument um, for being at the top spot because I don't think any of us. Um, at any point, maybe other than until this past week or maybe two weeks, thought that the Padres weren't going to be in the postseason somehow, some way. At no um, point did it even cross my mind, in fact. No. It, it, not only that, th take a look at just the Vegas odds. Up until a month and a half ago, the Padres' odds of getting into the playoffs were over 95%. Yeah. That's yeah. how high they were up on that second wild card spot. So say they plummeted down to an absolute zero percent two nights ago is actually staggering. It's just an. Uh, I mean, there were other aspects. Other teams played well, such right. as the Granted, Cardinals, right? Sixteen straight <laughs> for sure. But 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 that's how. But you're right. Like I don't know that we've ever seen odds 
go down that fast since they started really taking, you know, numbers on this stuff, right? 95% as late as what you say a month ago, Cody? Yeah, about a month and a half ago. I mean, it was it was very recent to the point where it looked like it I was mean, all even, locked up. Even three weeks ago, it was still in the 70% range. I mean, it, this isn't like a, a, a complete, uh, it, I mean, this is a complete fall off in terms of those numbers, but yeah, they did. They didn't play well. I mean, they didn't play well. If you want to break it down, they didn't hit well. They got injured down the stretch. I mean, your best pitcher going from August to September was Blake Snell. One of the first starts he makes in September, he pulls his growing, and then he's pretty much well. He hasn't pitched since that point. Um, you Darvish kind of took a long time to get right before he was back pitching well again. Um, you had the injury uh, that the injuries that took place with with a guy like Chris Paddock, um, and so you know it's tough to win in September when you got at least ba- three bullpen days that you're trying to you know sort through on a bullpen that was already had a pretty high usage rate. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we bring up the Padres because they just played a series against the uh, Atlanta Braves, and the Braves handled their business. They were must win ball games, by the way, and they yeah. won them. I would actually venture to say of their three game series that took place last weekend, specifically, it was the Saturday game, the massive comeback from behind victory that they had. And that was very much a must win game because the uh, Phillies just beat up on the Pirates with at the time they were only one game back. Now we're sitting here going into the final week of the season. The NL East stands as such. Right now, the Braves are in first place with 83 wins behind them. Two and a half games. The Philadelphia Phillies still in this race, but it's going to come down to some massive things here. Particularly, I've never been big on strength of schedule. I think there is a lot of aspects to it because I do think there's a lot of teams that play spoiler just as much as any top uh, organization. So say you're going to go play against the Milwaukee Brewers right now. I think the Brewers are going to start ramping up their guys getting ready for the playoffs. But at the end of the day, they're not going to over strength. They're not going to overuse their pitching staffs at the moment. So I, I honestly think that strength of schedule is not going to play as much of a hand as it could. But looking looking going forward, the Braves got three games against the Mets, and the Mets have just been – to say that they're phoning it in right now is an understatement. Yeah. No, they haven't They haven't played well. Um, you're right about the Braves. That, that series, although it wasn't a big series for the Padres, it was a huge series for the Braves. And um, they lost the makeup game from July 21st, but then swept the series. And they did so many things well um, – that you could see this team, you know, being a problem in in the postseason. I mean, they took advantage of all the mistakes the Padres made. They got big home runs. And we talked about the additions of Solaire and, and guys like Jock Peterson and guys like Adam Duvall. They all showed up in a huge way in that big win you were talking about Saturday. And so um, although the Phillies took care of business, they went won three out of four against Pittsburgh, that one game they lost um, – puts this in a much more comfortable spot for the Braves going into this series uh, coming up here against the Phillies. Um, mm-hmm. They uh, they could have very well been a half a game behind with a chance to really, um, you know, take two or three in, in terms of the Phillies. But now they're going to go into this two and a half games out and pretty much needing to sweep in order to, you know, really put some heat on the Braves. So, um, as you mentioned, the, the, I've always said that, you know, we look at the schedules and we see how tough the records of the teams, um, 
who are who are playing against some of these teams trying to get in. And what we don't realize is what you brought up is that these teams, especially now, it's, the timing is everything, right? The Brewers have have clinched. Uh, you, you got some of these other teams that probably you mentioned the Mets who are who've packed it in. Um, so it changes the dynamic in terms of who you're facing and when you're facing. So um, we'll see how they last or how they go up. But this next series between the Braves and Phillies is going to be huge. Yeah, especially because both of them are playing against not very good teams. You got the Braves right now going up against the Mets. You got the Phillies going to play three against Miami. And then they come together to finish right. out the season against each other. You couldn't have drawn it up any better. The fact that you're going to have those final three games that are going to decide the NL East. I'm really, really excited for that uh, going forward. But listen, we've talked a lot about the National League. We got to talk about the elephant in the room, and that is the American League. We already talked about Giancarlo Stanton and what he's done, and pretty much as everything is said and done in the American League, with the exception of the insanity that is the AL wildcard. And I just want to point it out to you again. We talked about it all season, but we, even though there's only seven games left, there are still five teams within three games of each other in this wildcard spot. And the team that I'd fade the most, honestly, would be the Oakland A's who are currently three games out. It's not out of the realm of possibility. They can get back in it. I just don't think it's very likely. Time is simply not on their side, but you got the Toronto Blue Jays who are only one game behind the Boston Red Sox and about those Red Sox. They just got swept at home by the New York Yankees. I will say this about the Yankees. They're currently holding the top top spot by one game over the Red Sox. I don't trust this team in October at all. And it's what you're talking you about. The Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees. And this is why it's something you said earlier. It's peaks and valleys, man. It's they don't flatline at all. They're either the best team in the world or they are a low A team at best. Yeah, no, th- that that's what scares you about them in in the playoffs, right? Is they they haven't had a lot of consistency. As you said, they've been the best team or they've been the, one of the worst teams. Uh, in the league. And so you get into the playoffs. Um, you don't, it's not that they can't win. You just don't know what to expect from you. Can't, it's hard to predict exactly uh, what you're going to get from them. So um, I, I just think when it, when it comes to a team like the Yankees, um, if their offense isn't doing what they needed to do, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them. And, and um, I just don't know that they have the dependable starters um, that that you would need, you know, aside from from Garrett Cole, uh, in order to compete in a deep run in the postseason. Yeah, and it's been it's been a little worrisome about that team, but they do have the top slot with seven to go, one game above Boston. This this series coming up against Toronto is is their chance to kind of put some separation between them and everybody else. Uh, it's gonna, but at the same time for Toronto. I think we find out who they are, right? This is one of the this will be one of the biggest series because they follow that with the Baltimore Orioles, who they're the Baltimore Orioles. So yeah. you, you you know what what that that series is going to likely end up like. But um, this is a big series for both teams, though, for sure. If Toronto can win this series against the New York Yankees, we are going to be sitting. We're going to have Toronto in the playoffs. They are currently one game behind the Boston Red Sox. And by the way, all you 90s fans out there, the Seattle Mariners are two games out. They're two yeah. games out. I want it to happen so bad. 
Tony, so, so bad. I want, I want Toronto and Seattle to get these top two slots so bad just because it would be different and it would feel like a bit of the changing of the guard in baseball for me. And I do think, quite frankly, I'd welcome it. I wouldn't be mad at it. Listen, I always like enjoy seeing good teams get in. Um, I, I have a personal connection with the Mariners. My man uh, Ty Francis over there who got traded uh, from San Diego to Seattle. And at the time, it was like, man, you're going from a really good team to a really bad team last year. And a year later, it's it's that team is is ahead of where, where the Padres are uh, and, and still pushing for uh, a, a, a playoff spot. And, and you know that team. It would it would be it would be cool to see both them and the uh, the the Toronto Blue Jays in there. It would give it a different feel for sure. Both squads are are are, are really young. Um, I love love Crawford over there at shortstop, kind of coming into his own. Uh, you, you got the the grizzled vet and Seager and his last year on his deal over there. It 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 makes for for a great storyline, and people will tune in to watch. Yeah, and I know I would. And and at the end of the day, after that uh, mock brawl that uh, took place last week, I am clamoring for a Rays Blue Jays ALDS series. So so very bad. I just want to see it. And listen, I'm I'm really excited going into this last week. Like we mentioned, just the fact that we have we we got a separation of literally three games that is separating five spots, uh, two spots. That's just incredible between five teams. It's just. This is where baseball is at its best. And you better believe my eyes are all over this New York Yankees and Blue Jays series. I'm fired up. Uh, there's nothing else to say about it other than I'm fired up. But I do. I did look at the rundown and I want to mention something that our producer Dylan put out there. And this is what I love about this thing, because you can tell just I know he didn't mean it this way, but I read it as this guy is so mad that he's a Mets fan because he just wrote down <laughs> if you had to put a percentage of what chance you would give the Blue Jays to make the late push. I, like a hundred percent, they're one game out, man. They're yeah, one game that, out. That, they're right there. That screams, "I hate that I'm a Mets fan." That that a hundred percent does, uh, and it's not a surprise. We know uh, our, our producer Dylan puts wears his heart on his sleeve when it comes to his Mets, and as you said, they have packed it in. But yeah, the percentage is is it's as you said, it's a hundred percent. They 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 will make a late push. Does late push mean get in? I don't know. We'll find out. But I certainly think uh, they got a good chance. And here, and this is their opportunity. This series against the Yankees, um, I, I think, will tell us all we need to know about the Blue Jays in terms of are they ready to make that next big step. Yeah, and all those people that are sitting around clamoring for you know Vladdy Jr. to be the MVP, which, by the way, anyone who thinks that, you're wrong. But I will say that... <laughs> The other person wrong. on that team who I'd actually say who has makes just as much of a case as Vladdy is Marcus Simeon. The year Simeon, he's yeah. having right now. I mean, you, you could say everything you want about Vladdy. Simeon right now is about to set a new record for home runs by a second baseman. Major League Baseball has been around for 150 years. He's going to break a record that's existed for 150 years. He's going to be the best yeah. ever at that. I yeah. mean, that's just incredible to me that we actually are getting this. I mean, talk about playing your best baseball when you need to. I mean, the Blue Jays has needed him. He's going into free agency. There's just so much that uh, lines up for him. Uh, and it's and it, you know what? It's been fun to watch. He He's not your, your prototypical, you know, superstar. Like, he he just kind of goes about his his business. 
and, and plays the game. And he seemingly has gotten better and better and better. And right now he's playing as well as he, he's played ever, I think, in his career. Question for you, Tony. Going into the final week of baseball, <clears throat> what are you hoping for? What are you hoping to see break out with this uh, wild card? And more importantly, what do you think is going to happen with this wild card? What I think will happen with the American League East wild card? Specifically the American League wild card. What do you think is going to happen? And what do you want to happen? Because those could be very different things. I, I would love to see some crazy four-team tie at the top where you get like a 163-163 uh, and then you have to go into your wild card. You know, that would – into your first wild card game. I would love to see a, a, a large tie at the thing. What I think will happen, I ultimately think the Yankees and I think the Blue Jays get in. I think they sl- find a way to get into this playoffs. I think you know, ultimately they'll still end the season with Baltimore. And I know anything can happen in baseball, but as long as I think they don't get swept by the Yankees – I think they'll find a way to get in because of those last three games against Baltimore. I like it. And what you said when you said what you were hoping for, Tony, have you been reading my diary? Because yes, that's exactly (laughs) what I want. I want a four-way tie and I want the four-way tie to be decided with a game six, 163 into the wild card game. My goodness, it would just be the greatest thing that ever happened. However, What I think is going to happen is I agree with you on the Blue Jays. I do think the Blue Jays are going to get into the playoffs. But I'm not sold on the Yankees. I still think the Red Sox are still going to come out on top of the Yankees. And it it all depends on this series between Toronto and New York. That's where it all lies for me. Because after that game, if again, if the Blue Jays take two of three from New York, I think the Blue Jays are in. Now, what? Do they, how do the Yankees survive that after that? Because we've seen how the Yankees survive losses. One they got loss Tampa to the end of the season, too. Yeah, tough, tough way to go out. So we'll see. But I truly think we're going to see Boston and Toronto. Possibly not in that order, but I think we're going to have Boston and Toronto. But hey, that's why this week is going to be so great. We have no idea what we're about to see. Yeah, no, the the uh, one of the big dogs, you think both of us think one of the big dogs will get in Yankees or Red Sox, me Yankees, you Red Sox. But I think we both agree Toronto gets in. So uh, that's why we uh, played a game. This last week should be a lot of fun. It is. And I, I may hope you guys are going to enjoy it as much as we are. This has been me and Tony Gwynn Jr. for Big Time Baseball and Odyssey Sports. Tony, where can people find you? You can find me at Tony Gwynn Jr. on IG. You can find or excuse me at Tony underscore Gwen Jr. on IG. You can find me at Tony Gwen Jr. on Twitter. You can also find me on 97.3 The Fan, co-host of Gwen and Chris from 3 to 7, Monday through Friday. And of course, you can catch me here with Cody every week. Absolutely. You could find me on Twitter at Decker6 and Instagram Antihero Baseball. And also check out my other show that I'm doing with Ryan Horvath with Odyssey Sports. Bet MGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Yes, that is the full title of the show. It's a great baseball show with a long name. <laughs> Tony, I can't wait to be back with you next week, man. And we're going to be talking about, quite frankly, we're going to find out whether or not you and I were right. And I am fired up. Yeah, it should be a good time. This is going to be a crazy, crazy week of baseball. Yeah, it is. I can't wait for that as well. Guys, so much baseball to be locked on to. And don't forget about the Dodgers and Giants. That is still a, yeah. that is still a race you need to watch because – 
you know, you're down there in San Diego. You got the pods going to be taking on the Dodgers. I still have to believe that the Padres aren't going to phone it in. They're going to try to take on the Dodgers no. in L.A. They didn't phone it in against the Braves. I don't think they're phoning in. They get, they get a piece of each of them, right? They play three here starting tomorrow against the Dodgers, and then following that, three against the Giants. So both teams will get a, get to play them, and they'll have – Padres will have a say one way or the other. Yeah, and I'm excited to see it, guys. Well, enjoy your week, everybody. Be safe out there. And that is it for us on Big Time Baseball. Check in next Monday for our next show. Be safe. Beat it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.